0: Hey, this is Trudy Visotsky and welcome to episode two of Trudy Talk. Today I really wanted to touch on a topic that leads on from episode one and we're talking about beliefs. We talked about the one of the foundations of personal growth and development being self-reflection, the word honest, self-reflection, um, because often we, we start to identify some of our programs, our patterns, our stories, our narratives by performing on a self-reflection. So I encourage you again today to have your notepad and pen handy because you may just get a few little aha moments along the way or after you finish this podcast. So we all know that uh, often we have really great intentions and sometimes we just don't follow through with things or things don't seem to work out the way we would like them to. So, you know, we often might even tell ourselves, look, I really want to change, something's not working, but something seems to stop you from sort of taking action in that particular area of your life. You know, you know that you want to be happy, or you know that you want to have a loving relationship, or be healthier, or wealthier, or, you know, enjoy your career, but you somehow find roadblocks at every turn, okay? That might sound familiar, and a lot of people, what they do is they actually, they they attempt to use willpower they get themselves into certain states and they, they really push, they push to achieve some of these things, but a lot of them are still very short-lived. And one of the things that I've found personally, and you may have also experienced this, is that the heart of all this lack of action is really just a cluster of negative thoughts and limiting beliefs when they all reside in your psyche. So unless we address these limitations, they are often going to have a stop start stop type of cycle so sometimes we're a little bit too close to our problems and limitations to see what actually is causing them so while the solution is often found really easily and the process is simple the core of the problem or limitation is usually found within our neurology and that's within our thinking process at an unconscious or subconscious level and often we believe that we're consciously running our lives but to be honest we haven't you know We haven't really been doing that for a while. Couldn't be further from the truth. Most of what we do, in fact, probably 90% of our decisions are being driven by our unconscious mind. So that's why we're acting in a particular way without consciously knowing why. So much of what's happening under the surface in our subconscious mind was learned during what I call the imprint period, a time of our lives from birth to age seven. And that's why we often hear people say, hey, you're so much like your mother or your father. (laughs) You guessed it, right? Not only do you have the genetics uh, that you've taken on, um, but you also may be performing some of their behaviours or patterns or speech patterns or even repeating some of the information that they've passed on to you. So most of you would have heard of this, but there are um, different states of human brain function. Between the ages of birth and two years old, the human brain functions primarily in the lowest brainwave cycle. We call that the delta waves. So adults, you probably can understand that adults in deep sleep are in delta. This explains why a newborn baby usually can't remain awake for more than a few minutes at a time. Then between the ages of two and 16, start to operate in a theta state where children are in that, you know, that amazing realm of imagination and daydreaming, but they're not, still not showing any signs of critical rational thinking. You might even remember yourself in that, that age and stage of, you know, talking about imaginary friends or just being so curious. But this is what the theta state is what we call the super learning state. So this is where the child, you and I, all children, are open to suggestion. They're open to what they're experiencing, what they're hearing, what they're seeing, what they're observing, what they're physically exposed to, emotionally exposed to, and, you know, the whole gamut. And if you've ever been put into hypnosis or know of anyone being put in hypnosis, this is what state they're placed into, the theta state. So between the ages of five to eight, the brain waves, they change into an alpha frequency. And at this point, it's the analytical mind of the child begins to form and, you know, the children start to interpret and draw conclusions from their environment. But they still do it through the inner world of imagination, uh, tends to be as real as the outer world of their reality. And you may even have experiences with your own child challenging your statements or decisions, you know, saying, no, that's not what happened or that's not the way I, I, you know, I'm doing this, you know. So that's a good sign. <laughs> it's a good sign between the ages of five and eight and often a bit earlier where, Um, children start to assert um, some more of their their own personal conclusions and they are no longer in a state of taking on suggestions. So please don't discourage this. Conscious parenting is 101, (laughs) is about allowing your child to to experience this phase of their life. But anyway, that's another whole story. (laughs) So from the ages of 8 to 12 and onwards, uh, our brain activity increases to what's called a beta state. As an adult, that's what we spend most of our time in. And this is the world of the conscious, analytical thinking. So the mind is awake, focused and alert, and it's able to and capable of logical thinking. So as you can see from from everything I've just spoken about, a crucial time in helping our children to install positive beliefs about themselves is between the ages of zero to six. Now, what would we like them to believe about themselves and life in general? Okay, so for those that are parents, something to consider. For those that are adults right now, as you can appreciate, you know, this is real. This is scientific. (laughs) Our beliefs are formed when we are very young children. Because we're in a theta state, the mind just simply accepts and doesn't have the ability to reject information before the age of seven. So we really simply accepted what our parents, our role models said as being true. Now, I don't know about you but is it possible that some of what they implanted or imparted <laughs> to us was incorrect? Of course it is, of course it is, because they may have also, not may have, definitely also experienced the same. They had information passed on to them from people that uh, had uh, different beliefs and different values and different ways of being. So so we we're thinking about the people that were around you between the ages of zero and seven, you know, your parents, your primary caregivers, your grandparents, older relatives, siblings, teachers, people that you spent time with. I mean, the reality is, why do you think I minimised much of who interacted with my children between these ages? It's actually a true story. I did. I minimised it because I knew, you know, I knew how powerful it was. So during these stages, look, we're we're told lots of things. The aim is for you to attempt to identify what limitations were placed upon you. So if you consider the area of your life that that you're working on, go back to episode one where we talk about that, identify an area of your life that you're working on and consider some of the beliefs that you may have inherited. I uh, have over the years of running workshops heard so many different stories from people of all ages, you know, a uh, lady, you know, used to come in and tell, you know, tell a story that, you know, her brother was told, you're brilliant at sports and she was told, you know, you're, you're a clumsy person, <laughs> you, know? Um, you know, big boys don't cry, so a lot of that emotional stuff um a very common one is you know you've got to get a good education so you can get a good job you've got to work hard to earn a living money doesn't grow on trees you know or life just happens you can't change it and being in a relationship is hard you know are any of these ringing true for you as something that you may have inherited I ran a workshop once for young people that had been unemployed for a while I was running a customer service and communication workshops and I always work on beliefs because I want you know I want everyone to identify some of the limitations that are not yours to own you know they're there to be you know altered modified amended new beliefs to be created and a 15 year old girl uh, she jumped for joy when she saw a couple of these limitations on the board because she didn't realise that they actually were limitations. She and she said to me, Trudy, you know what, life is hard. And so we proceeded over the next four hours of, of really starting to unravel, uh, you know, where that had come from, why, you know, why did we need to actually ad- adopt that story as our own. So, So in other words, the ideas and the beliefs that are given to us without first being confirmed as helpful by those doing the giving, then we accept them as true. And even though most of those ideas aren't even helpful or even true, we often go about life fulfilling them because a part of our mind or our brain called the reticular activating system, which is our target It's a a, a part of us that actually looks to confirm what we're looking for. So if at a subconscious level your psyche is looking for life to be hard or looking for a relationship to be hard, you can guarantee you're going to find it. The good news is that we can amend change and alter our limitations, but we've got to first identify them. So I want you to consider the analogy of, let's say, an onion. An onion's got many layers. It can be peeled off to reveal more and more layers. So similar to the onion, we also find that sometimes it draws a few tears, but they don't last for long. But sometimes we have to unlayer. We have to start examining our words, our actions, our thoughts to reveal what really lays under the surface in our subconscious mind. So when you examine your thoughts and your actions, the things that you say on a daily basis, if you start to track them, you will identify some beliefs they will reveal themselves. So the stories, programs, including self-limiting beliefs, are like little monsters we've stored in our mind. They're negative thoughts and mental blocks that we have to consider are not serving us anymore. You know, sometimes they fill our minds with anxiety, fear and worry and our beliefs are what forms our habits. The reality that you're living today is based on every belief and habit that you have. Every action, every reaction you make is what you've been habitually led to believe is the correct way to respond or act. These beliefs become factual for us whether they're true or not. So a lot of what we are performing or underperforming in life is based on our foundations that were set by people that you know maybe meant well but didn't necessarily realize that we have our own path our own journey to follow so i want you to think about what's you know being said and understand that a belief is simply a thought that at a subconscious level you repeat to yourself often and eventually convince yourself of being true even when it's not true so we need to now realize that some of our limitations don't serve us, our limiting beliefs Need to be identified. So, I want you to consider over the next couple of days, you know, watch the discussions you have. What words are you using? Are they limiting words? Observe the things you say, the things you do, the things you believe. Because the more aware you become of some of your story structures, your language, your self limiting beliefs, you'll be able to make the necessary changes in order to reprogram your mind. However, in order to modify these programs or limitations, you have to first accept that some of them are not supporting you in your current life. I mean, during Episode 1, I covered the topic of honest self-reflection. So if you haven't listened to that, you know, get make, make sure you take the time to do that. It's only 12 minutes of time. <laughs> you may have heard that famous quote, whether you believe you can do a thing or not, you're right, yeah, by Henry Ford. So here's a list of a couple of typical self-limiting beliefs. I want you to ask yourself, are these on your list or do you have some different ones? I'm going to make sure that they are left. I'm going to make sure that they're written up in the, in the content part of the podcast. So if I'm going too fast, uh, you can repeat it or you can just simply go and read them in the content part of the podcast. So these are some common beliefs. I've got a lot more to talk about in the next episode as well. But a lot of people say, you know, I should be further along than I am right now. Some people say, I better not be too happy. I'll have further to fall when the joy ends. You know, Any of these seem familiar to you. You have to have money to make money. Another limiting belief is I can't rely on others to support me. I have to do everything myself or I have to stay in a relationship because I can't make it on my own. I'm not capable. This is a very common one I've heard for years and years, is that everything is harder for me, Trudy, because of my dot, 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 my illness, my age, uh, my weight, my stamina, my religion, my nationality, you know, whatever it may be. You know, everything is harder for me because of my what's your story? Ask yourself. You know, people say I'm not old enough to do that. I'm not young enough to do that. I'm not clever enough to do that. I'm not pretty enough to do that. I'm not muscly enough to do that. You know, people have these stories running. Ask yourself what's your story? A lot of people have uh, situations where there are some, you know, like an expectation in a limitation. I can't be happy until he or she changes. You know, I must serve other people before I serve myself. I can't make decisions without other people's approval. I have to say yes to everyone and everything. I must be perfect in everything I do. That particular limiting belief touches on in the first episode are talking about the fact that sometimes, you know, we have to be willing to accept our amazing imperfections. (laughs) And one that we have a lot here in Australia and that is um, such a limitation, you know, the I must not boast about my success. You know, who said that? We're here to acknowledge and recognise, you know, when we are, Moving forward in amazing feats and also with amazing challenges that we overcome. So, one of the things that I found is a lot of those limitations and the many more that I'll cover in another podcast all can be broken down into fears and. Fears themselves are broken into many categories and these are some of the ones that I've selected that I find that many of our limitations fit into. The fear of not being enough or good enough. The fear of not being loved. Fear of rejection. Fear of success. Or the fear of failure. So what I'd love you to do is I'd love you to... Write down in your notepad what are some limitations that you're identified that need to be considered and resolved and rewired, or new beliefs created, new foundations for your life created, so that you can enjoy being and having an amazing, unlimited life. You know, being happier, enjoying more amazing, loving relationships, being healthier, wealthier, you know, bringing your dreams closer to a reality. I'm going to share more about fear in the next podcast. I'm going to also share a few more limitations with you that you may like to consider as identifying whether they relate to you or not. But listen to the words that you use over the next couple of days, to the actions you take or to the things that maybe you could identify being a limitation that you inherited and are now willing to uh, release so that you can write a new narrative, new stories, new programs, new patterns that better serve you. Much love from me to you. I look forward to chatting to you again soon where we're going to dig a little bit deeper and uh, continue the topic of limiting beliefs but also relating to fear. Have a wonderful time and I look forward to chatting to you again soon. Bye for now.